0: Internal Revenue Service IRS Tax News. Taxpayers need to resume payments by July 15th. IR 2020-142, July 8th, 2020, Washington. The IRS today reminds taxpayers who took advantage of the People First Initiative tax relief and did not make previously owed tax payments between March 25th to July 15th that they need to start their payments as the irs continues to reopen its operations across the country taxpayers who were in payment agreements and skipped uh, any payments from march 25th to july 15th should start paying again to avoid penalties and possible default on their agreements so basically if you had an agreement with the irs to be paying them this could be set up if you owed taxes, if you had backup taxes that was, were owed. You may have started up an installment agreement with them. And uh, you may have been able to avoid some payments for the installment agreement to, due to the circumstances. Uh, and now they're saying that's going to start back up July 15th. So you want to make sure that you start the payments back up. If you default on the payments, then the IRS will will typically charge penalty and interest on it. And you may have to sign up for the installment agreement again. And when you default on it, it's a little bit more difficult sometimes to negotiate with the IRS to set up the installment agreement. So it's kind of a pain to set up the installment agreement again as well. So you'd rather not default. So if you've gotten uh, some relief in terms of the payments that are due for the plans up until now, that you want to make sure that you resume them back in, in good standing so you don't get in a situation where you have to reset up the installment agreement. If you do get in that situation... Then you want to set up the installment agreement you know again uh when you can so notice we have a couple deadlines that have been pushed out here so we have the the uh if you're a business and you make payments to the irs quarterly then those got basically pushed out to july 15th so you might have two quarters worth of payments for 2020 if you're if you're a business if you're a w-2 employee then the wages the withholding should be taken out of your wages. But if you're a business sole proprietor, then you might have two quarters that are getting backed up right now on July 15th. Also, the 2019 tax return, was was uh, the due date has been extended to July 15th as well. Hopefully, the payments for 2019 taxes have been made in 2019, even though the tax return is not due until uh, now July 15th, 2020. However, you might have taxes due on 2019 tax return as well. So notice a lot of things are are coming together. The IRS is basically, I think they're kind of getting worried maybe <laughs> that they're not going to get paid on some of this because a lot of it, they've been extending some of these deadlines and the tax hasn't really gone away. They just extended the deadlines and they're all you know going to be put back in place at the same time, it looks like. So it looks like um, a lot of people might not be in a good position to be paying all their taxes at that point in time. So if you are in that position, if you have 2019 taxes, you got to pay with the tax return, you got the installment agreement, maybe that's coming due now and then 2020 taxes, that uh, that if you have estimated payments that are going to be that, you know, need to be two quarters need to be paid for 2020, then you want to make sure that you got two things in mind here one is that you want to avoid penalties and interest obviously that's going to be the goal one penalty and interest that to avoid is making sure that you're filing everything on time meaning file the 2019 tax return on time even if you can't pay the entire amount and then the second is to avoid penalties and interest related to the the late filing and so that means that you want to make sure that uh, you file if you can i'm definitely file and then if you can't pay you want to make sure that you have the installment agreement in place and keep the installment agreement going forward so that you avoid penalties and interest related to uh, setting up an installment agreement. And also so that you can avoid further, you know, just problems with the IRS in terms of, um, in terms of correspondence later that you'll get saying, Hey, you haven't paid us. And then any collection action possibly taking place from there, as long as you're keeping in good faith contact with the IRS, it's a lot easier in terms of peace of mind (laughs) to be dealing with that. So, so if you can't pay the, the, for example, 2019 taxes, and possibly if you have an installment agreement out for prior years or whatnot, I would still, you know file the return, be in good standing with them. And then if you have to update the installment agreement, For that, then, you know, update the installment agreement and try to get everything in, in, you know, as good standing as possible, avoid as many penalties and interest as possible. Back to the text, quote, through the People First initiative, we had endeavored to provide unprecedented relief to help those who owed federal taxes and allow them extra time, end quote, said Commissioner Chuck Reddick, quote, as we resume a phased-in approach to our normal operations, we are sympathetic to the many Americans still suffering COVID-related hardships and stand ready to continue offering help to those who need it, end quote. Here's what taxpayers should do to resume their payment agreement to the IRS, including installment agreements, offers in compromise, and private debt collection program payments. So installment agreements. There's a link to installment agreements here. Probably the most common uh of of the agreement so if you can't pay typically you're going to set up an an installment agreement usually and then if you're if you if you can't pay and you're in a situation where it looks like you, the, you're not going to be able to pay for a long time you may be able to negotiate with the irs uh and possibly lower the uh the tax bill with an offer and compromise so you can look into that and then private debt collections if the irs uh, put the put it into private debt collections then you would be there but the first Line for most people is usually if they can't pay, set up an installment agreement and uh, and then you want to be in good faith standing with the installment agreement or the installment agreement could be terminated and you got to do, you know, something else will happen. You have to then set it up again if, if possible or go to the next step. So back to the text. Taxpayers who suspend their installment agreement payments between April 1st and July 15th, 2020 will need to resume their payments by their first monthly payment due date after July 15th. So after July fifteenth, you just start start back up again. So if you stop the payments up until that point in time, you just start back back up after July fifteenth. Taxpayers should be aware that the IRS didn't default their agreement, but interest did accrue and the balance remained. So the IRS, they, you know, didn't default on the agreement because there were no payments being made, uh, but they do charge it's, it's a loan in the eyes of the IRS, so they do charge interest. So interest continues. To accrue as the debt is outstanding back to the text taxpayers who have their banks suspend uh, suspend direct debit payments should contact the bank immediately to ensure their first monthly payment uh, due date occurring on or after July 15 2020 is sent to avoid penalties. So many people would probably benefit from setting their bank up to have an automatic payment be made if possible, so that you don't forget about it because if you forget about it and it's late, then they, the default you know the installment payment can be defaulted on and you have to set up a new agreement. So you if you set it up from the bank before and you stopped it from happening because because you had you didn't you know weren't required to pay any for that time period, then you want to make sure to set that back up with the bank so that uh, there's no missing payment. And then resulting in you having to set the whole thing up again. So if a taxpayer can't meet their current installment agreement's terms due to COVID-related hardship, they can revise the agreement on irs.gov forward slash payment. There's a link to that here. Or call the customer service number on their IRS notice if they have a direct debit installment agreement, a DDIA. So if you have the direct debit installment agreement and you have a notice on it, then you may want to try calling that number because remember the irs is going to be um they they have less phone service at this point in time to due to social distancing so if you just you know contact the if you look on the IRS website and try to call like an 800 number you may not get directly where you want to go so but the number on the direct debit installment agreement may be a number that hopefully is is going to be active and it'll get you to where you want to go otherwise you can go to the irs.gov forward slash payment plan uh link here there'll be a link to this in the description and see if you can revise your installment cre- agreement there as well back to the text offer and compromise so notice an offer and compromise is, is kind of is usually the, the next step if you have a large usually when people have a like a larger amount of tax debt that is outstanding and their income is not sufficient to pay it off typically you you wouldn't think looking at it you're saying okay this is you know, a tax burden that possibly is not going to be paid off given the monthly income and whatnot. You'd have to basically compromise with the IRS to see if they can would then lower some of the of the taxes. So you can look into that if that's a situation that you are in. There's a lot of information on the IRS. It's pretty transparent on how that process would. would look so you can you could start to look into that but that would be a more that would be a a rarer situation than an installment agreement which is kind of like the default the default thing for most people but if we have an offer and compromise pending offers if the IRS is currently reviewing a taxpayer submitted offer but hasn't accepted it yet the taxpayer should resume the required payments starting july 15 2020 so they're still saying, you know, if, if they haven't been accepted, you want to resume the payments. If you have the payments due July 15, 2020, the iris will amend the taxpayer's offer to allow them to pay any skipped payments at the end of the offer period if the offer is accepted. Already accepted offers. If a taxpayer has an offer and compromise agreement and the taxpayer was unable to make the payment on their accepted offer because of a COVID-19 hardship, the taxpayer should resume payments and make up the missed payments by July 15, 2020. If the taxpayer is unable to make up the missed payments, they can contact the number on the IRS notice to discuss their situation. So again, the the place you probably want to go when calling is the number on the notice. So you want to go to the to the notice rather than going like to the IRS website and trying to look up just an 800 number and hope they'll get you to the right place. Check check out the notice. Back to the text. Private debt collection. The IRS did not forward new delinquent accounts to private uh, collection agree uh, agencies (PCAs) from April through July 15, 2020, which is nice. So they didn't. They've got the third party collection. Uh, agencies here, and they're saying they didn't forward any, any new people <laughs> to the collection uh, during that time period, which is nice. So back to the text, and PCA uh, interacts with taxpayers was limited to inbound telephone calls unless requested by a taxpayer in a voicemail or correspondence. Taxpayers who had their uh, PCA payments on hold should resume payments by July 15th. So if those payments were on hold, again, you should, they want to resume all these by July 15th. The IRS encourages taxpayers to work with their assigned PCA to establish a new payment arrangement or restructure an existing one based on their current situation. So once again, if you're defaulting on it or or whatever, you want to set it back up, They're they're trying to get this thing back up and rolling. So back to the text. Taxpayers who owe but can't pay. The IRS reminds taxpayers who are experiencing a hardship or who have re- have questions about their payments to call the customer service number provided on their notice. But be mindful that wait times could be long. So th- their phone lines uh, are still backed up, assumedly due to COVID-19. Phone lines remain extremely busy as the IRS resumes operations. Taxpayers also have a variety of options through irs.gov forward slash payments. There's a link to that here to make one time or re- recurring payments without having to contact the IRS. Obviously, they're pushing as they always have been for some time, but more so now <laughs> to be to be using the tools on the IRS website uh, whenever Possible, So they have been updating those tools and improving those tools, updating and improving payment uh, ways to make payments. So um, if you can do it, if you can do it online, that's kind of what they're pushing for. But uh, they are looking like they're getting some of the phone lines back up and running if you would like to talk to someone as well. Internal Revenue Service, IRS, Tax News. Reminder to tax-exempt organizations, 990's Other Forms Due, July 15th, e-file, Best Way to File. IR 2020-141, July 7th, 2020, Washington. The Internal Revenue Service today reminds tax-exempt organizations that certain forms they file with the IRS are due on July 15th, 2020. For organizations that operate on a calendar year basis, This includes the 2019 form 990 they would have normally filed on May 15th. So normal deadline 2019 form 919 usually due May 15th. Like many other deadlines has been pushed out at this point in time to the July 15th, which is coming up. So July 15th deadline, the upcoming July 15th deadline applies to many forms that were originally due May 15th, including. Form 990-Series, Annual Information Returns, Forms 990-990-EZ, 990-PF, 990-BL, Form 990-N, Electronic Notice, uh, uh, E-Postcard, for tax-exempt organizations not required to file Form 990 or Form 990-EZ, Forms 8871, Political Organization Notice of Section 527-Status, Form 8872, Political Organization Reports of Contributions and Expenditures. Form 990T, Exempt Organization Business Income Tax Return. Form 1120POL, Political Organization Filing Requirements. And Form 4720, Private Foundation Excise Tax Return. Tax-exempt organizations that need additional time to file beyond the July 15th deadline can request an automatic extension by filing form 8868, application for extension of time to file an exempt organization return. So you can file the extension form. So we have the due date July 15th now, and then we have that extension form for the extension, that form being form 8868. You can look for that on the IRS website and get further instructions for it there. Back to the text, An organization will be allowed a six-month extension beyond the original due date. So we have the full six-month extension beyond the due date for a calendar year 2019 return. This means the extended deadline would be November 15th, 2020. So the extension would push it out to, uh, in this case, they're saying November 15th, 2020. In situations where tax is due, extending the time for filing a return does not extend the time for paying tax. So although we're talking about exempt organizations, there could be some tax due. Remember, like with individual tax returns and business tax returns and whatnot, you want to think of those two things separately, the deadlines for when the payments are due and the deadlines for when the filing, stat, when the filing of the return are due. Objective from the taxpayer standpoint is generally to avoid excess or any penalties and in interest, if at all possible. And we do that by, one, put it in, you know, turning in the tax return on time so we don't have the late filing penalties and interest on that and then the payments if any payments are due for the taxes that has a different deadline so we want to pay that on time to avoid any uh, late payment penalties so if you have the extension for the filing you may then still need to pay estimated payments if there are any payments that will be due to make sure that you still have those done on time the irs urges all organizations to take advantage of the speed and convenience of filing their returns electronically when possible.